0: Did the Canucks make a mistake by choosing J.T. Miller over Bo Horvat? Well, one thing is certain, you've made no mistake by choosing to listen to Begsy, that's me, and Bowen, the host of Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for hitting the play button on today's episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and part-time credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. And before we dive into the show, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, one of surrey bc's finest kyle bowen how are you doing hey, today?
1: hey i like that one man i like that one man one of surrey bc's finest uh, again let us know if you're watching this from surrey let us know in the comments below we didn't get no comments with that question yesterday maybe we have no fans from surrey which is a damn shame but hey one step at a time again my name kyle Bowen, but it's not a kyle Bowen show it's a canuck show let's get right into it okay i got a phone call yesterday from a good friend his name starts with t- the T. He's one of the biggest Canucks fans I know. Ironically, he's from Surrey as well, and he's over it. He's over it. He's over all the Bo Horvat love for real. Because the comparison is always going to be there, right? Because the Canucks made the decision to pick J.T. Miller over Bo Horvat. People got mad. People got really mad. We saw what happened a month ago, a month and change ago. Actually, what when did Horvat get traded? It feels like six or seven weeks ago. He's gone. Yeah, it was
0: it was January 30th. I believe. Okay, we're, so it's been we're a, pushing two months.
1: We're pushing two months. He's gone and the comparisons again are happening. Blah, blah, blah. Horvat over Miller, Miller over Horvat. Let's settle it right now, okay? Who would you rather have? And let's look into next season, okay? With the contracts, with the dollar amount. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Horvat at 8.5 or JT Miller at eight?
0: Yeah, I think when you break it down in terms of those numbers, and again, it's 8.5 years, uh, sorry, 8.5 years, eight years at 8.5 for Bo Horvat. And seven years, at eight million for JT Miller. JT Miller is two years older than Bo Horvat. So JT Miller's deal expires at age 37. Bo Horvat's at age 36. That's being around the bush a bit because I think the simple answer is you'd rather have JT Miller at that number than Bo Horvat. There's a lot of statistics to suggest that Bo Horvat is having an outlier season. He is not a 50 goal scorer. He is a very solid 30 to 35 goal, 60 to 65 point guy. But is that the kind of guy you want to be paying $8.5 million to? No, it's not. The Islanders, much like the Canucks right now, seem like they're going to be stuck in mediocrity for a while. But unlike the Canucks, the Islanders are old. They're an old team. And signing Bo Horvat into, well into his 30s is not really going to help that situation. Uh, the Canucks, on the other hand, even though they've got JT Miller signed for more money and longer than they should, uh, they are at least a younger team. And, again, they're spearheaded by two of the best young players in the NHL, and Elias Pedersen and Quinn Hughes. And if you missed us talking about their brilliance, check out yesterday's episode of Locked On Canucks. Kyle, I got quite a few notes on this JT versus Bo debate, but, you know, where are you leaning on this?
1: Oh, man, oh, man. And I think this is the problem with the dynamic between you and I, Trevor, okay? Because I think we agree on too many things, for real. And we're a sports show, right? 2023. These things only work when we're going at it. But, dude. We're not going at it today because, again, I'm with you. I'm with you. JT Miller is a way better hockey player than Bo Horvat. I think he's on another tier, maybe one or two tiers above Bo Horvat, and I'm basing that off of consistency when it comes to putting up points, being a difference maker. JT Miller's been doing it for a couple years longer. It feels like that. Again, nothing really against Bo Horvat. It's just that JT Miller is just a tier above, especially in the offensive category. And, A, I got to say it because I'm trying to put that hope out in there, okay? For real. Last couple days, right, we we being a little negative, okay? We got Trevor Beggs here, part time media member, okay? Part time media member, he's embracing it. Vancouver media media member, he got the he got the devil horns on, right? Going after the team all the time. And sometimes that stuff kinda like bleeds into me and I, I get a little sad and more pessimistic and I'm talking to you guys and just giving you guys that negative BS all the time. Dude, JT Miller's here to stay, leave JT alone. We don't have to make this guy into a selkie winner. Let, let him do his thing. That being said, I think Rick Tockett is going to continue to do a lot of things for his game.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, uh, good old Begsy over here being the negative media yeah. guy now. And, yeah. and, and I do want to say that, you know, I think the would you rather between Miller and Horvat, I'd be choosing Miller, no question. That being said, I still probably would have traded them both. I think that was the right move for the Canucks. No, you know, JT Miller's value was at his highest last year at the trade deadline. That's when they should have offloaded him. Um, that being said, I think it's, you know, it's not as black and white as we want to, we want to think it is, you know, it's, it's really easy to say, trade JT Miller, get mm-hmm. a haul, trade Paul Horvath, get a haul. But you know, th- this team probably knows Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen better than us. Like maybe Pedersen wouldn't have resigned if, you know, the Canucks just completely traded away two of their best players for, for futures, you know, we don't know that. Um, yeah, maybe, so- well,
1: maybe, maybe I know this is. This is like stretching it and just making something up. But maybe, just maybe, he is also pissed off if the Canucks run away from a 99-point player last season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, because, it's entirely possible. You and I will never know. We'll, we'll never know. But, again, this is the same team that when they went to the bubble with Patterson doing everything. Doing everything, right? They got rid of everyone. Marks from Tanef, Stetcher, Toffoli. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Could they, could they have afforded to do that to Petey and Hughes? again maybe because it would be justified because there wouldn't be no like on ice success now we're just oh, i gotta bleep that out now we're just uh pulling strings and whatnot it's it's one of those things but this whole Horvat versus miller thing i think even with Horvat when he was here he was scoring goals 50 goal pace 60 goal pace doing his thing having a career year uh while, you know, on his way on to becoming a UFA, just got to add that in there, okay? It's, it's the truth. It's the truth. That UFA bump, that UFA bump, even though he was doing all those things, I just I just can't get close to putting them together because JT Miller is a different type of player, different style of player, and he just adds more value to the game. And I know, I know you got to be able to do things on both ends of the ice, but if you want to bring that into the debate, Horvath's not really running away with that too, you know? So, yeah. So, this debate is easy. It's Miller over Horvat.
0: Yeah, I think it's very clear that um, Miller is a more high risk, high reward player. Bull Horvat is a safer player. True. That being said, you know, the guy that you want to give the money to is the high risk, high reward player. Bull Horvat isn't going to hit 99 points at any point in his NHL career. Now, JT Miller might never get there again, but he is close to a point per game right now. Um, And I know people are throwing out numbers how Bull Horvat isn't really putting up many points at the Islanders. I will say that Bo Horvat's defensive impact on the Islanders has been much better. And, you know, maybe it's part of it is playing in a better system. Um, But I think the Islanders went like 12 games uh, where Bo Horvat wasn't on the ice for a shorthanded goal against. Um, So he's been a really good penalty killer. He's been absolutely munching minutes right now, especially with Matt Barzell out of the lineup. Uh, The defensive metrics are looking good. His actual goal on-ice goals for isn't looking so good, but the defensive metrics are good. But again, this guy, he's at a half point per game right now, and he's going to be making eight point five million. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, a lot of money. Yeah, with JT Miller, I think to justify that eight million dollar year contract, you'd like him to be, you know, a really high end second line center for the Vancouver Canucks. Mm-hmm. Not to say he can't be an eight million dollar player as a top line winger. You know, that's fair market value, but he's got to continue doing that. And even though he's taken some steps under Tockett. You know, I still want to see more, especially at even strength. So on the season, JT Miller has 1.47 points per 60. That is a very average third line rate. Uh, And under Rick Tockett, that hasn't really changed. is up to about 1.6 points per 60, which is about a high end third line rate, low end second line rate. So even though Miller's been contributing on the power play and shorthanded, you know, I still want to see more points from him at even strength. There's got to be more of a bottom line for Miller for a player making that much money.
1: There's a lot of truth to that. A lot of truth to that. And I think you can't just rely on this guy being a power play specialist and only doing things when he's paired up with Hughes and Pedersen and whatnot. Yeah, he has to do a lot more without them. And uh, this this debate, this argument is a wash. if Again, going into next season, for the entirety of next season, JT Miller is the number 2 center. I think we had concerns pretty much to like the, what the first 40 50 games of this season if he could actually do it cuz he's never really been able to actually do it, but there's that chance that Tockett can have him doing so and I think he's I mean you brought up the fancy stats, right? You brought up the fancy stats it's not really he's not really p- moving the needle that much when it comes to the numbers with Tockett playing center, but there's that chance and we need that. We need that to happen, okay? I think a, a big big reason why I'm putting this optimism in the airs because after yesterday's episode, all that negativity, all that just, oh, it was just, it was a tense episode, bro. It was like, yo, who cares what Pedersen is doing? Who cares what Hughes is doing? Who cares, man? History for what? This doesn't matter. That was a nothing Monday episode nothing matters. Sure. Nothing <laughs> matters, bro. Nothing matters. Dude, after all that negativity, it's, it's in me to just put it out there that, again, the reality is that this team is bought in for next season. Whether you like it or not, whether you want the team to rebuild or not, it's, dude, going into next season, they have to win. They have to win, and the only way they're gonna do that is if JT Miller is a prominent, everyday number two setter. And yeah. if, if he can do that, bro, he's a one beat. He's not a he's not a two A. He's a one beat.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, let, before we get to you know the the latter half of the show here, where I do want to talk about two of the hottest teams in the NHL who are meeting tonight, oh, uh, and the Canucks God. fading Connor Bedard odds. I also want to touch on our tank commander of the week. Uh, But before we do that, Kyle, I do want to ask you quick. You know, we kind of talked about JT versus Bo. Who would you rather have uh, at that dollar value? Um, But would you have preferred seeing them both traded or are you content that it's you know the cup chose one oh of them oh my
1: god look at this negative media guy right here bro how many episodes have we done already you probably know the answer already. you just trying to stir this up again you know the answer i'm trying to move forward okay i'm trying to look forward <laughs> to next season okay horonic started skating spent, today the started skating today okay horonic started skating today we know what it is right we know what it is we're gonna draft 13th overall 14th overall it is what it is we're we're capped out next season right we're gonna be Cap compliant, right? Obviously, you know when Alvin said that I was kind of confused. Like, okay, obviously you got to be cap compliant because it's the NHL, you know? It's not (laughs) – come on, bro. It's not like somebody avoiding their taxes or something, bro. you got to do it, okay? Anyways, they're bought in next season. I'm trying to just look forward to just winning hockey games next season, okay? So, Trevor, don't give me that don't give me that bait okay get get to the break dude get to the yeah, come speaking on, of alvin
0: man. you gave a really perfect uh, non-answer there so yeah of course good job, dude. Kyle. Doing your of best course, Patrick alvin impression. Uh, you
1: were just trying to walk me down a path path to hell dude for real I,
0: I think you spent you know three weeks of the show saying leave jt alone so i thought this that was your that was your well, setup then, to like talk about how great jt the, is but the, uh that's now what it is truth. that's now what i was practically saying it makes sense okay whatever man move on All right. before Khan and I yell at each other in our next segment, we need to tell you that the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores to threes drained. Now, usually during this segment, I kept talking about the Portland Trail Blazers and what I was planning to do, but they are a freaking sad sack team right now, and I just, you know, I I, I can't I can't even bet on them right now. I got to look at somewhere else in the NBA, Kyle. Maybe maybe your Golden State Warriors. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm putting some bets on them. I know they're they're still kind of in that mushy middle. You know, they're not really running away with things. So it's the Western uh,
1: Conference in the NBA. It's it, why is this happening in the world of sports? Why why did like you know the Western Conference in the NHL and the NBA just suck? Who knows?
0: <laughs> hey, maybe everyone in the Eastern Conference about both the NBA and NHL will beat each other up and we'll uh, see some Western Conference champions this year. Um, but if you do decide to bet on the Golden State Warriors or any other NBA team, FanDuel lets you combine your chance for a bigger payout, payout with Same Game Parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
1: 100% go make some bets, play responsibly, change your lives, pay off some debt. And again, just do it responsibly, okay? FanDuel. FanDuel, FanDuel, FanDuel.
0: And speaking of bets, Kyle, between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Vancouver Canucks tonight, who would you be putting money on to win? Because we got two of the hottest teams in the NHL going head to head, baby. We got the uh, both teams are are actually eight and two over their last 10 games. Uh, And now I I will say I've covered quite a few games uh, for the Canucks this season. I think maybe maybe around 10. My goal is to cover about a quarter of them. I'm actually going to the game tonight as part of the media. But I've been to one game this year as a fan. And And you know the game, Kyle, you and I went to it. It was Vegas and Vancouver back in November. Uh, where vancouver had a lead after two and absolutely squandered it in the third period yep um so i i don't know i'm not saying this uh, it's going to be a revenge game necessarily but it just what what are you what are your thoughts going into tonight you know again two of the hottest teams in the nhl going head to head
1: i think we're gonna see a continuation of what petterson is trying to do now we're gonna see it against an elite team i think he's gonna bring a lot to the table today and put up some more points i think he's I think he's on like one of those heaters that's gonna last the rest of the way. It's similar to, you know how Connor McDavid picks up two to three points every game. I think no matter what, Patterson's gonna pick up one to two points every game the rest of the way. So I think we're gonna see something from Patterson. Maybe something from Kuzmenko. We're gonna see a lot from Demko. He's on fuego. He's on fuego. He knows how to play Vegas for real. I know the team's changed a lot, but <laughs> he feels his way. He feels his way when he's playing Vegas. All in all, though, I really hope the Canucks uh, lose today.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean speaking of revenge i oh, think it's man. thatcher demko who's probably going to want revenge most because i think you know remember that game i believe like thatcher demko was on a bit of a heater he was playing pretty well and then it was in that third period where the goals just started coming um and, and so actually I, i'm looking at the box score right now a bit of a mistake so vancouver had a was trailing 2-1 after two periods after two late goals from mark stone and william Carrier, Oh yeah, then the Canucks scored three straight early in the third to take a four-two lead. Yeah, and dude. then blew it, giving up three straight in the third. So yeah, it was it was a back and forth kind of game. And I know Thatcher Demko wasn't happy with how the game ended. You know, especially since it was one of those nights as well where cars were getting a shot, getting outplayed. Demko st- stood strong, and then everything just kind of fell apart in the last fifty minutes there. So I think you're right to expect a big game from Thatcher Demko, and probably expect big games from him the rest of the way because this is canucks hockey baby they're gonna win meaningless games in march oh, yeah um and then we're again gonna talk about how this this might be better next season so okay let's um
1: let's let's take a step back and i, I don't have the screen grab because there's a couple swear words on that screen grab and uh, we can't do that here on lockdown canucks but somebody went right after trevor right trevor Trevor's, you know, openly stating, tweeting, writing down, you know, meaningless games or winning meaningless games, none of this matters, blah, blah, blah. And somebody goes after you and says, you know, F you. How how, how do you think like that typical media member? Professional athletes do not have that in their body. Like nothing is meaningless to them. Every game matters. It's been like that since they were babies, which is probably true. The the professional athlete, I would say 90% of them have a different level of competitive nature to them, 100%. These games do matter to the players playing in the game, 100%, 100%. That being said, do you wish, and I don't know how this would bode well with the locker room, but I feel as if guys like Patterson and Hughes, are, they're smart guys. Do you wish that Talkett and Alvin and the brass would get together and make it a priority to play these guys less?
0: 100%. And this is one of the things that doesn't make any sense right now, and – I I told that commenter who was, you know, dropping F-bombs at me that, you know, obviously the players don't think it's a meaningless game. The players are going to play. They're professional athletes. They're going to play hard. They're going to try hard. Tanking doesn't involve the players on the ice. It involves management and coaching and doing what you can to weaken the team from that angle. And, again, you look at what Pedersen, Miller, and Hughes are playing right now, and it's ridiculous. There's no reason that these guys – there's no reason Hughes should be playing 25-plus minutes a night. There's no reason that Pedersen and JT Miller should be playing 21, 22 minutes a night. It doesn't make sense right now. Play your four lines, roll guys out there evenly and, and just see what happens. You know, it's, it's a time of year where nothing matters. It doesn't, (laughs) maybe it matters to Hughes and Pedersen personally to pilot accolades, but I don't think it matters that much. I I think at the end of the day, they want they want what's best for the team long term. They're not really thinking about their, their individual statistics. So yeah, I'd like to see Thatcher Demko play a little less. They've been rolling him out like no tomorrow. <laughs> I'd like to see Pedersen, Hughes, and Miller, their limits all limited. And start playing some of the younger guys. Let's see more Kraftstoff. Let's see some Aiden McDonough in the lineup. Call Jack Rathbone. Let's see some younger guys play because, uh, again, dude, it's not about wins se- and losses right now. It's about development. That's in fact, all these wins are hurting the Canucks. <laughs> Let's no, that, be real.
1: That's true, and sorry to cut you out there. You just didn't mention R.T. And I'm like, dude, Trevor, you're from—come at- on, man. <laughs> He'll get his chance, but look, it's gonna be next season. Look, look at so you from Surrey. He's yeah. gonna
0: play until games. I hundred percent believe that. It's just not gonna be this year.
1: <sighs> He's gonna play this year. Let's do it for Surrey. And uh, yeah, man, I think, I think there is, there would be more meaning in these in these games if they got more young guys involved and maybe. That doesn't have to necessarily mean that they have to call up players and maybe disrupt what's happening in Abbotsford because, you know, that matters, that matters. Like the development, their playoff run being one of the best teams in the AHL, maybe keeping that group together is important. But you said it, you know, play the other guys. Pod Colson Kratsov, McDonough. May, maybe once in a while just call up a couple guys, switch it up, and, and let's see what they can bring to the table. Let's see what... A couple games this season can do for them going into a training camp next season, or again in the AHL playoffs. That just don't you think that's what the fans want too? But uh, it's not what the fans want, right? It's not what the fans want. It's what it's about the fundamentals, man. It's about the fundamentals. The
0: fundamentals, you know. And one guy I didn't mention that I want to see more of is Christian Willannon and I'm going to tell you why I want to see more of Christian Wolanin, uh on our final segment here on Locked On Canucks. But before I do that, Kyle, I want to tell you that. I'm feeling healthier, man. It's been over a month since I went to Bali. You know, the dad ball was growing. I had a little too many beers in my system, but now that I've been back home for over a month and I've started eating more billet bar, I'm feeling like a million dollars, baby. And you no, know, Kyle, if you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise great taste, are you calling man, me fat? Are you are you calling me are you, are you, you. Calling, are you calling me fat? Are you calling me fat?
1: No, I'm just said? saying
0: if you don't want if you want to eat healthy and don't want to compromise okay. great taste, then I got something for you. Okay, that's, okay, all, cool. that's all. I know you can bicep curl right. at least like 20 to 25 pounds per arm, so that's nice. <laughs> Keep it going, Built Bar. <laughs> Built Bar. So what makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably good flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can order your favorite flavor today of Built Bars at built.com.
1: Wow. Tremendous, man. Go get those bars. Do yourself a favor. And yeah, that churro flavor. That just, that's just it. That's just it. For real, for real, for real. Locked on Canucks every day. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. Uh, Do you want to talk about uh, Christian Willanen, How do you say his name?
0: Wol- Christian Willanen. So Wolanin. this is uh, uh, this is one of our segments that we wanted to get rolling here, especially before the season ends. And it's the Tank Commander of the Week. Now, the Canucks have been winning way too many games right now. But one guy that I saw putting in a good effort to help lose some games was Christian Willanen. I know <laughs> based on uh, the hockey, I think it's like hockey stats. I don't have it in front of me anymore. But... It's basically an aggregator site that takes in all the analytics from uh, the most recent games. And over the weekend, the worst Canuck was by far Christian Wolanin. And that matched the eye test for me as well. I mean, against the LA Kings, this guy was hemmed in his zone all night long. It was a bad night for a lot of Canucks, but awesome. it was especially a bad night for Christian Wolanin. Look, I know this guy can produce offense. He's definitely got the offensive floor to be an NA- a third-pairing NHL defenseman. But, my goodness, I did not like his defensive performance, his positioning, uh, at his battle level. I didn't like it at all over the weekend. Against the LA Kings, his expected goals differential was 7.8%. 7.8%. This guy was on the ice for 16 chances against, for, and only 3-4. It was, it was a bad night for a lot of Canucks. But, again, Crystal Lennon, he was trying extra hard to help the Canucks lose that game. So, for that, he gets... This edition of Locked On Canucks Tank Commander of the Week,
1: dude. I thought you were gonna send him a box of chocolates. Thank you, man. Thank you. You know what? I, I've been watching him play, and I actually I actually mess with him. I think he's uh, he's got. Uh, I don't want to use the word special because that might be like putting way too much on him. But there's something different about him, and I think a lot of it has to do with the way he skates and his edge his edge work. It's it's yeah. different. He's a risk taker. You know, there's a reason why it's taken him a while to get you know find his place. In either the NHL, or the AHL, but it is what it is. But hey, no, enough about this guy. Enough about this guy. It's all about the fans, okay? It's locked on Canucks. We're here with, we're here only because of you, okay? Only because of you. I got here because of Trevor, but then I realized quickly that dude, we're nothing without the comments, the fans, the likes, the subscriptions, and just the energy, man. Like me or hate me, it's go Canucks go. It is what it is. The first comment comes from Jay Bach Bachud. I don't even know how to say this word, okay? He, I think he's given us the pronunciation, uh, or the enunciation, I'm sorry, of Elias
0: and... Elias. He's trying to say Elias.
1: Elias. 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 And I think maybe I've been saying it wrong.
0: Have so I? He, here's the thing. So I, I think the reason why a lot of fans are, are confused as well is because this happened when Patterson first came to Vancouver. Reporters asked, how do you pronounce your name? And, and the Swedish way to do it was Elias Pettersson. Yeah. But he said he liked Elias Peterson. <laughs>
1: oh. As the English version,
0: okay. So it feels like we've kind of combined both of those. Like we're saying Elias Pettersson. So yeah, yeah. I, you know Jay is right. I think Elias Pettersson, or maybe I'm butchering that Elias. last part but I, it had a bit of a sh sound to it. Elias, when you pronounce it in Swedish.
1: Okay, so am I saying it right? Elias, Elias,
0: Elias. And yeah. I've been saying
1: Elias sometimes, right? But I feel like I yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah, I've got, been doing it too.
1: So dude, but you can't do it. You're a part-time reporter, man. Come on, bro. Step it up, bro. You got your kids, bro. Come on, Bagsy. that's true.
0: That's true. Hey, this bro. I'm covering two games this week. Tonight against Vegas and Thursday against San Jose. It's my last two games of the season. There you go. So thanks, Jay. You want to end on a high. I don't want to be in that scrum and say Elias. I want to say Elias. There you you go,
1: bro. So Jay just saved saved your family for real. You just put bacon on Trevor's (laughs) table, okay? For real. For real. Then we got this one, too. I asked if there was five better players in hockey than EP40. Someone from Sweden. Shout out to Sweden, man. We have more fans in Sweden than we do in Surrey. If you think about it, that's crazy. That's cr- that's unbelievable. Uh, this person, well, what's her name again? Sorry, uh, Everett. Everett Anderson said that uh, I don't know if this is a, a this is a, a male or female. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that this person said that uh, they don't think so. They don't think that there's five better players than Pedersen. Well, they yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's not more than five players better than Pedersen, and there probably is a Swedish bias to that. But dude, the guy's playing unreal, unreal, unreal. It's a it's a damn shame that. We're not going to see this guy play competitive games down the stretch here, but hey, there's always next year, right?
0: There's always next year. Now, Kyle, I, when I was doing my piece on Quinn Hughes this morning, I was looking at um, the the uh, Athletics game score value added model, and you know, basically takes offensive, defensive numbers, on eye stats, uh, kind of expected goal stats, and and has a list of the best players in the game today. Elias, Pe- Elias, Elias, there Elias Peterson ranks sixth overall in the nhl right now yeah. so according to a, a pretty you know an analytical analytical model that i'm a big fan of he's the sixth best player in the nhl this season so maybe not quite top five but apparently the only guys better than him are Connor mcdavid matthew kachuk jason robertson and david pasternak and adam fox is actually tied with him uh at 3.9 game score value added so let's elias, elias Petterson. elias peterson now now I'm now I'm swearing now I'm pronouncing oh, his name wrong. Oh, yeah. it's going we downhill, got, man. My we gotta goodness. get out of here,
1: man. We've, uh, we've we gotta got to get two, out of two here. man we have got to get out
0: of here in this one. one. is done. done. It's done. Yeah, I'll I'll work on my Elias Pettersson <laughs> pronunciation and um, try not to uh, swear because it it's a family show.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Don't worry, we got the be- we got the bleep there, and it, it it is what it is. We're learning here, and uh, again, we just appreciate everyone watching and all the new subscribers and. Again, I'll say for the second time, like us or hate us, it's Go Canucks Go.
0: It's Go Canucks Go, and we want to thank you for listening to this episode of Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Now make your second listen game-to-game, game, Locked On NHL. Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked On Game-to-Game game covers every game from across Locked On NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game-to-Game game on Locked On NHL available on the odyssey app youtube and wherever you get podcasts i'm trevor Beggs. he's kyle bowen and we thank you kindly for listening to this episode of locked on canucks your locked on canucks your daily podcast on the vancouver canucks part of the locked on podcast network your team every day